welcome to the show. Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. Before we get started, if you would do us a favor and head over to wherever you listen to us. We're in 16 different directories now. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Give us an emoji. Give us a heart. Follow us. Like us. And subscribe, please. And thank you. Today, we're going to unpack the problem with I'll do it later. I have a confession. Earlier this week, I had a writing assignment. I knew that this was going to be just a little bit different of an assignment because the audience was going to be different. Writing technical papers, I find easy and somewhat fulfilling. But for whatever reason, when I'm writing something to a non-technical audience, my brain tends to feel like I have to do quite a bit more translation so that they're able to walk away from the presentation, from the reading of the document with a very good understanding and very few questions if I've written it properly. And family, I got to tell you, I procrastinated this thing to the umph degree until it got down to the wire where I didn't have anything else I could fiddle around with to do. And so I sat down, I got it done, walked away for a little while, came back, proofed it, and got it on the wire. I share that because I want you to know that you're not the only one who's going through this. The underlying cause of this is a defensive coping mechanism that we call procrastination. Procrastination is just nothing more than the tendency to delay tasks or to put something off for a later time. It's the subconscious way of helping you to avoid something that you may not want to do for a variety of reasons. It could be fear of failure. In my case, it's perfectionism. Others may have problems associated with a lack of motivation for that specific task. Maybe it simply doesn't have any interest. And then others will find that breaking it down into manageable pieces is just a very, very daunting task. Or trying to put some um, depth around the outline to really give that writing assignment, in my case, meaning that sometimes it's difficult for people, that whole analytical piece. Whatever the case may be, family, procrastination's not a good thing. Although the subconscious is trying to protect us, it really ends up hurting us because As you take in my example, now I'm down to the wire. If I don't get it right at that junction, then I'm tostola. I don't have the time to put a draft together, literally give it a day or so, collect my thoughts, come back, revise it to make an even better product. No, I waited to the last minute, one revision and off it went. Fortunately, I did a good job. The outcome that I anticipated was realized. We have to ask ourselves, beyond why are we doing this, what's one of the key drivers? And we say frequently here that a negative mental mindset is certainly going to enhance this issue. It's going to deepen it. It's going to allow it to play out far more frequently than we would desire. 
But again, on the opposite side of the spectrum, if you have a positive mental mindset, it's going to fuel you with motivation. It's going to increase your confidence. It's going to give you an opportunity to relax, to not be stressed. The reduction of anxiety and all of these factors are going to assist you with doing whatever it is that you need to do and to do that in a timely manner. And the growth mindset is such that our abilities can be developed through efforts just like this, through perseverance, and it propels us. It gives us the fortitude that we need to press through whatever it is or in more advanced cases, to flow through it so that it doesn't create all of this extra energy distribution. We have a finite amount of energy to use in a given day. And as we kind of mature in our mindfulness journey, we want to take close note of those things that are significant drainers of our core energy so that when we get to the end of the day and we're ready to walk away from the workspace and transition to our family time, to transition to our time, whatever that looks like for you, you still have adequate amount of energy to be present and to really enjoy whatever that off work scenario looks like. I want to talk to you about some practical steps that my daughter is she's actually the one who inspired me to do this specific episode. But before I do that, just a little bit about her. She is a millennial. She is the only entrepreneur in our family. In fact, from a generational standpoint, she has broken the mold, has launched out in such a way that all of us collectively are incredibly proud of her accomplishments. This year, her income will eclipse her father's income, and her father is super duper proud of her. She and I have been goal setting together for the last five years. Truth be told, I get an awful lot of inspiration from her. And although there's a sizable time gap between her and I, I often learn quite a bit from her as well. I want to bring Ashley into this conversation. Just so you know, this is a pre-recorded clip. So I'm going to bring her in now. It always warms my heart to know that you're proud of me and proud of my accomplishment and that I'm honoring you as a parent by what I'm doing in my life. Thank you, daughter, so much for the acknowledgement of how I feel about you. It's great to be your dad. You make that very, very easy. And thank you for coming on the show today. I'd be interested to know from a millennial standpoint, when you think about the problem with I'll do it later, what comes to mind? Well, it's a few things for me because procrastinating was kind of something that I grew to love over time. Being a young person, sometimes just having tasks where I feel like I wasn't too excited to do, (laughs) I would just convince myself that I have more time to do them. 
And then that would lead to me making mistakes and having to go over and do it again or fix something. Even when I was noticing that that was happening, it still didn't change the fact that I really enjoyed the extra time that I thought I was getting from procrastinating. It wasn't until I became more intentional about the way that I was speaking to myself that it really started to change for me. I noticed when I procrastinate, things would get a little bit overwhelming. I was not speaking to myself nicely. I was saying mean things to myself and not really helping the situation. When I plan in advance and do what I needed to do instead of procrastinating, I was having positive conversations with myself, thanking myself, just feeling better that I planned ahead and that it was done right. My mind was clear. And I was being in a more positive place because I was having a positive conversation with myself. That's awesome. For bigger tasks, did you start to break those into smaller pieces so that you didn't feel that feeling of overwhelm? Yes. Yes. For bigger tasks and also time. When I would have extra time, I'll say, oh, let me start doing this. And then just doing small steps to end up to the bigger place or just planning ahead and taking the small little moments that I have to do something really quick to help me to be prepared for that moment. And how long did it take you to get to a point where you just sort of do this naturally and you don't have to think about the technical part of it? You can just kind of flow with whatever life is throwing you. It took me quite a while. I had to get tired of putting myself in tough spaces. And when I finally got tired of it, then I started to make changes so that I didn't end up in those places anymore. Yep. I can bear witness with that. Do you have anything else for the audience? Take it a day at a time. Speak to yourself nicely. Give yourself grace along your journey. Outstanding. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. You're welcome, Dad. Anytime. I want to thank my daughter for her input. She brings to the table valid points, and I want to expound on those just a little bit. When I first noticed after getting deeper into meditation and into mindfulness training, particularly when I started down the neurolinguistic path, I really began to understand what my triggers were, feeling the sensation in the state change when I was beginning to put on that procrastination cap or coat. I now have a much better understanding of the things that I need to do to overcome that. And I want to share a few of these with you right out of the gates. I want to address perfectionism, this desire to make sure that it is absolutely buttoned up tight, it is flawless. I want you to shed that right now, immediately from this day forward and go with the 80-20 rule. If you can get 80% of what you desired, that's going to get the job done. Use that as a footstool to get products complete, to get efforts done, 
to get tasks that lead to milestones and goal completion done. And then what you can begin to do through repetition of that particular task or task type, then you will find yourself in a position where you can build on that base. And over time, that 80 will go to 85. More repetition will go to 90. And before you know it, you'll be a solid A in that category or for those types of tasks. But immediately undo the need to be perfect. That's not necessary. And at the same time, cease to care about what someone may think or say. They're running their race. You're running your race. What the universe has placed in your heart is most important and not their opinion, nor do you need their acceptance. Prioritizing your tasks, number two. Take your time, put together an outline at a minimum, and then think about chunking as an example, putting like tasks together if you can, or breaking them into smaller pieces that are more manageable. Oftentimes people get overwhelmed when they look at the totality of what they want to do and they try to back into it and they're like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. Well, here's how you start. Put together an outline. This is a 10, 15 minute drill. You need to be somewhere where it's quiet. You need to calm yourself down so you can think. Put yourself together, outline, and put together some bullet points of things that you need to do to complete that outline, okay? And you'll find that it'll be much easier to do. The next thing is time management. I want you to allocate time for these tasks. Well, if you're like me and you're in a busy day and you have a variety of things entering into your sphere of influence, to be candid, they kind of knock you off course. That's okay. That's no problem. Have dedicated cycles for the things that matter most. Most of my entrepreneurial friends and my business owners, they know that they have their best work hours in the morning. So anything that is very, very intensive for them that might trigger procrastination, they get those things done in the morning, typically between, you know, some of them as early as 5 a.m., but as late as 10 a.m. in that window. They feel they're at their peak and that they don't have the level of distraction and they can press through that or flow through that in such a way that it doesn't make them want to postpone it. And then we want to take a look at mindset. We know mindset is paramount, family. If we have a positive disposition, we're going to have all of the energy that's right now present in this moment. We can use a portion of that to allocate toward an attitude and the belief that we can. And then we will find that we will. We need affirmation within ourselves, and we know that affirmation will always boost confidence and motivation and follow through. And the last one is when you complete something, reward yourself. It doesn't have to be big, but I go in the mirror, I have a powwow 
with my entire being. Applaud them. I tell them how much I appreciate all of these 80 trillion cells coming together to do everything that we just did. How, as a result of that, we've completed X number of tasks, X number of milestones. And even now and again, um, you know, I may even give myself a pat on the back. Those things seem strange, but the more you get accustomed to being good to you, to being nice to you, to saying good things about you, you will find that there's a more willingness for your being to do the things that used to be tough, that used to be hard, that used to be challenging. And you'll find yourself in a way better scenario, able to negotiate those arenas with little to no stress. Changing behaviors takes time and effort. I would be remiss if I didn't say that. You're not going to listen to this and all of a sudden change. You're going to crawl, walk, and run. The first thing you have to do is start to gain an appreciation for when you are being triggered to procrastinate. What happens in your body? What do you begin to feel when that sensation starts? Okay? And then once you understand that, then you can back into a solution. Was it my mindset? Was it that I was really concerned about the quality of the work? Is it boring and I just don't have interest? Is it outside of my core wheelhouse? Did I have some sort of problem with structuring the task? Did I not make appropriate time for it? Did I lack confidence? The more you understand you, the easier this entire process will become and the faster family you will have mastery. I want you to master this because if you're able to master this, this one specific area, that too creates momentum. And once you get momentum and success in one area, then you can know for a certain that you can have success in the next area. And then when you have two under your belt and you have momentum going into that third one, what you started to see is the repetitive cycle that used to work against you. Now it's working for you. And the idea that self-development creates or helps to spawn a better version of yourself, you get to live that out in a real way on a day-to-day basis. That's going to conclude this episode, family. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I always ask that you share this with your family or friends or anyone that you feel this may help. And tag me on IG at your thought life. Y-O-R, thought life, no spaces. Please leave a comment or suggestion or recommendation for a show. And as we close, I want to share with you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.